Welcome to the Superman and Lois Lane. I'm Steve. And I'm Blaine. All right. Back again, right back at you with episode 13. And Blaine, when did you, you watch it? Uh... So I started it while I was on vacation, which I just got off vacation. Okay. But uh, I started on vacation, fell asleep in a chair watching it. And then I finished it slash did a little bit of overlap, make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, you know, like uh, two hours and 48 minutes ago, give or take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. A little late, but always on time. Um, yeah. All right. I yeah, I, I watched it Wednesday night. Of course, Tuesday we were at the Bucks game. Yeah. You know, which was awesome. Congrats to Milwaukee Bucks and all their fans. Hey, NBA well, champions. We were definitely on definitely awesome. on a high from that one. Oh yeah. Awesome game. Totally cool, great experience. One of the best uh experiences in my life, I think. Just being at that game. Finals game in person when they clinched Giannis fifty points. Anyway, yeah, right. Anywho, that was that was awesome. So then I I recorded the episode on DVR and then I watched the Superman Lois episode the next evening, and it was very enjoyable. Also written by our boy Jay Jameson. So that yeah. was very cool, very cool. So no things were. We're going good. Unfortunately, Blaine found out yesterday that Annie has COVID. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. She's doing fine. Uh, Like, she just has, like, a mild sore throat, cough congestion kind of stuff. And then she lost taste today. Oh, yeah. But she's not having any significant breathing shortness of breath issues she's doing pretty good it just seems like a common cold yeah um i don't have any symptoms really i I walked like over three miles a day and was okay so and i'm I'm gonna get tested tomorrow so i'm gonna quarantine until that that point yeah but you know that that kind of kind of took the air out of things from the beginning of the week that was so exciting right so now I'm, now I'm, you know, worried, worried. She's doing fine, but of course I'm still worried about her. But I think what I think what really upsets me is like all the people that are like willingly unvaccinated. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just you know what what the hell are you doing? Like, just you know, because because like this is something that we could have crushed by now <laughs> if everyone that could get a vaccine just got it. You know, we'd reach herd immunity and we wouldn't have to deal with, with the variants or any of this other nonsense. So it's just frustrating. It was probably from the Bucks game, um, which was, you know, a great experience and, and all, all of that. But it's probably, you know, unvaccinated people at the Bucks game that caused, that caused this. These people that aren't getting vaccinated are driving me nuts. <laughs> and all of, their, all of their dumb reasons drive me crazy. You know, the government's not trying to kill you. If they wanted you dead, you would be dead, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's not, a, there's not any kind of conspiracy. They also, the ridiculous, like, the the football players that are, like, willing to just lose all of their money and, like, quit playing football because they have to get vaccinated to protect, you know, the rest of their team. 
Big shout out to Cole Beasley. So their team can finish their season and, and win. Right. You're prioritizing it over your team's health, over winning, over your own pockets for your own family. Like this is just this is this entire thing has just gotten out of hand. And my 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 tolerance, patience, and understanding and empathy for people that aren't getting vaccinated was just lost the moment that Annie found out she was positive for COVID. Yeah. Meanwhile, you had like people like me that were out there like scrapping trying to get the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. Like it, it's just it's remarkably frustrating. This whole thing we could have just crushed if just everyone just got vaccinated. So so uh, anyway, I interrupting the pod for my own PSA. Get vaccinated. <laughs> get vaccinated. <laughs> Don't be this dumb. Coming, this come from two different doctors. All right, this is coming from one, it's coming from one doctor and a lawyer, a vaccinated lawyer. So, <laughs> no, you need to get vaccinated. Protect yourself, protect your family, protect your community. Get vaccinated. Which vaccines should you get? Whichever one you can get, just get. Get a vaccine <laughs> and 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 take it. Please, just just protect people. But anyway, I'll, I'll start to move on. She's she's uh because she's diabetic and pregnant, she qualifies for the monoclonal antibodies. Okay. So she might get the infusion of that on, on Monday. You know, if she, I, I said she should do it if she's not feeling better or still symptomatic at all. So she'll probably probably get that, which could be helpful. But uh, it's just frustrating. Well, it's a good thing she is vaccinated so that it's minimizing symptoms at the very least. Yeah, absolutely. The, the data shows, you know, it can, it can penetrate and you can get it if you're, if you're vaccinated, the, the variant at least. But, you know, that you're highly unlikely to be hospitalized well you know i mean superman doesn't need to get vaccinated <laughs> but he would if he right. could if a needle would in fact get into his arm which it wouldn't yeah he would get vaccinated on principle <laughs> he would yeah. i mean superman was wearing a mask you know exactly <laughs> tyler hawkins in a mask Gotta respect it. Speaking of which, we probably should like find our own podcast art rather than have that. <laughs> yeah, only if we get in trouble. Yeah. We'll get a letter. Only if somehow we start monetizing this, then wouldn't we? Then we yeah. Uh, then just... yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Look, I don't know anything about copyright law, but I did mildly change it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry to derail derail things. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Anyway, that's just frustrating me. So, uh, so we'll, we'll first off, spoiler alert, right? We're going to talk about episode thirteen, failsafe of Superman and Lois. So if you continue to listen, you will be spoiled. Spoiler alert. So the episode starts, Edge, a.k.a. Tal Rowe, is locked up and in a kryptonite prison. He's clearly undergoing some kind of change. He's hearing voices of his father and a bunch of other Kryptonians. Um, so if you recall from the, at the end of the last episode, John Henry Irons and Superman took down Edge and got, got him locked up in a kryptonite cage. Right, and he's tripping out. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, it was well, it was after he eye lasered the Eradicator device. Yeah. So it you know 
I don't know, you know. Which we're still not super sure what the Eradicator is, right? No, not really. I'll talk about it later. I looked up some canon. All right. Um, but but I, I think that the the Kryptonian voices, I think they're all inside of Edge now rather than that device. Oh, okay. Is what I think is going on. Or over the Killer Shits episode, they're trying to get into him. Okay. So, the Superman visits his brother in the Kryptonite jail to get info about Leslie Lars' location and the Eradicator, but Tal Rowe doesn't budge on that, doesn't say anything. He tells Superman that he enjoyed being taken over by Zod and letting go, given how difficult it must be for him to control his powers around humans all the time and keep them at bay. Um, Superman leaves the conversation, but is clearly affected by what his brother said. Well, yeah, I mean, and that kind of goes back to, like, you know, he's always got to pull his punches. He's always got to be careful. Right. Earth is not designed for someone like Superman. <laughs> no, it is not. Neither and, is our I, infrastructure. Right. <laughs> I imagine I imagine he gets really frustrated trying to tip, tiptoe around everyone and hold things back. So it, it's it clearly, given the course of this episode, that conversation clearly struck a chord with Clark that he felt like, yeah, it really did feel good to let go. And, and that feeling just kind of scares him of, of what he can potentially do to the world, right? Clark goes home and tells the family that things should start going back to normal. So the DOD is going to hang around a while, but Jordan and Jonathan can go back to school, Lois can go back to work, etc. I mean, on this show, nothing ever t- entirely goes back to normal, so I didn't really <laughs> <laughs> believe that. But that's you know, that's that's what he said. Uh, Lois shows up at the Smallville Gazette. Chrissy wants Lois to write about what happened to Edge. Lois can't divulge the whole truth, and Chrissy can tell, so she asks Lois to leave angrily. I think it's the first time I've seen like Chrissy like mad, mad. Yeah, well, I mean, like, so she came up with, like, she used that, like, BS, like, yeah, nothing happened. Right. <laughs> the, the DOD gave up. We're like, that's not a statement. <laughs> that's, well, you got blown off. You know, <laughs> Lois Lane, they don't blow you off. Right, right. No, she was, she was, she was upset. And I think that Lois had a horrible poker face, too. For someone who I imagine lies a lot <laughs> in the course of her job. In the course of her husband being Superman? Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah so I think that like, was Yo, brought up. kind of look like Superman? She'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was brought up in the episode, too, like how easily she can lie about that, you know? Right. But, like, can't lie about this stuff. Like, it's just so I think cool. I think it was, like, the, like the, eth- the journalistic ethics inside of her were combating. Right. Were, like, what ruined her poker base. Right. She's just, she's just like, I don't, I don't know what happened. And Chrissy's like, yes, you do. You're lying. Get out. <laughs> she totally knows. <laughs> yeah. Totally knows. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy was pretty mad. Yeah. She was, she was, uh. Upset. I think that's the only scene of her. I think she's in the beginning and then the, in the end. She's mad in the beginning and then okay then. Yeah, she's still pretty mad in the end. <laughs> so Clark then goes to talk to John Henry Irons, 
who's staying at their house and still doesn't know like what to do with like his life. <laughs> right. He's he's on a different earth. So he's just kind of there. Yeah, he's just been chilling repairing his suit. Yeah. Figuring out you know what, what he wants to do with his life, what his next move are. They're both interrupted when they're called with Leslie Lar's location. Superman intercepts Leslie Lar as she's attempting to fly into the DOD and break out Edge. So Superman and Irons then take her down pretty easily and anticlimactically. I was gonna I was gonna say I was like that felt almost throwaway. Like I was like, ooh, was that supposed to be an attempt? It was kind of like, hey, she's coming in. Bow. <laughs> okay, we got her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that was gonna be the whole episode, like them trying to get her. But it, it lasted like one minute. Like she put up a fight for one minute and that was it. <laughs> yeah, she just got. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're also. This episode. I mean, like, and I think that's like the extent of the action in this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, and a lot happened this episode, but not a lot of, not a lot of action like that. Yeah, she gets, yeah. she gets tackled by Superman and intercepted. And then as she's getting up, Irons takes her down with like the, the red solar rocket. And that's a wrap. Yeah. He's, and he's like, Superman's like, oh, nice shot. All right, we're done here. I was like, okay. Baller. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think. I think this episode was like getting back to the earlier episodes where it's like more family, less super right. nonsense, right. you know, not nonsense, but like super mad, you know, like escalation of superpowers and whatnot. And then it kind of like obviously wraps up and ends with that. Right. But that kind of took a back seat. We got to see like a lot of family, a lot of the like the bonds, the tie type of stuff. Right, a lot of a lot of family stuff, and I think you know it's just setting stuff up for for later episodes. So so then then we have like there's there's almost always like a central debate of of these shows, right? So then Superman and Irons talk to Papa Lane, who says they can finally shut down Project Seven Seven Three Four, which is like the Kryptonite weapons. He's like, no, we can finally get you know get rid of this whole project now that they're locked up and everything. Sam, Lois, and John Henry all want to end the project, but Clark actually wants to keep it, and then yeah. it tells Papa Lane that, and so that kind of be, begins the central debate of the of the, this episode. So, what frustrated me about Papa Lane in this situation was like like context matters, right? Like when your only Kryptonian on the planet is Superman and also your son-in-law. That's when you don't develop and keep a whole <laughs> right. bunch of kryptonite well, toxic weapons. But when you are holding in a cell to evil exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I just wish I just wish someone had brought up like brought that context to the discussion. Like, but when you're when you're holding, you're not killing them. You're holding, you know, two two um, you know hostile enemy Kryptonians in cages. They, I mean, they need that stuff in case to control them, in case they escape, in case more come after them. Like this is this is now when you need now you have a reason. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's like, I don't understand how. I mean, like, okay, let's put it this way, Papa Lane. It was like, yo, the first second Superman goes a little twitchy, 
we're using biochemical weapons. Let's go, <laughs> right? But like, we actually have caught the bad guy, and it's like we are not summarily executing him. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm saying like Superman would have thrown a fit, but right. probably would have been like. <laughs> What are we going to keep him around for? Yeah, we got to do what we got to do. It's like, what son, know that's your what do you, brother. What do you think we're going to interrogate him? Get some useful information? No. Yeah. Ah, dead. I, you know, I know that's your brother, but your brother kind of tried to end the world. Sorry, we called in John Henry, and he did what he does. Right. <laughs> you got exactly. that spear. He loves it. You got that weird look in his eye, and he's like, <laughs> you know what I do with these? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I, you know, I... I know they don't want to upset Superman, but they probably should have just ended Edge right then and there. Um, oh yeah. And and then if they and if they're not going to do that, they they need to keep the supplies available to do that, right? So you know, con- context matters. Pop Lane's all over the place now, like. And, and like that that like hard pivot heel turn. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's like trying to be you know be better for the family, but it like the context matters. Also, he said he's got a few warehouses of kryptonite, Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> what is going on? Why this is not a you? like oh John Henry gave me this seven seven three four. Okay, well let's hoard I don't know five hundred metric tons of kryptonite. <laughs> it's like I mean I had five hundred metric tons of kryptonite. Why? I don't really trust my son-in-law. Oh, well, now we're okay, but, like, we have his evil brother in our basement, and let's just get rid of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 just, they just seem to be... I just I just wish one character had brought up the new context. The context that right. is, is different from what, you know, what it was. Well, not, not only that, but even Superman's argument was like because i might be a danger exactly exactly which is which which fits with like the good nature of his character and like yeah. and all that but i just wish he'd thought like eh, edge is still here let's keep some of this stuff because like what if edge breaks out exactly and we gotta nuke him again yeah anyway <laughs> moving on we'll come back to that debate later so we gotta get jay on jay we gotta talk to you about something yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the in the kids plot, Jordan and Jonathan go to school. Kind of the, the whole idea of being there and having a, an assembly about recent events that like it seems like the other kids are kind of asking them about. It, just the whole idea of being there and, and doing that doesn't seem appealing. So then Sarah leaves school because she's being ridiculed because everyone hates her family because they were all pro Morgan Edge. So she's being being ridiculed. Decides to leave school. Jordan goes with her. And then Tegan Wickham, I think it's, yeah, TG, Tegan Wickham is her name, is Jonathan's crush, and she asked him to ditch school with her, and he agrees. So both boys are ditching school with different girls. Ew. <laughs> Bad boys for life. So Jordan, well, before we get to the next part, you ever ditch school when you were a kid? Uh, I mean, like, kind of, but it I mean, yes. I mean, the answer is yes, but <laughs> so so basically, like I took I took a I had my I we had block in high school, so it was like only four classes, and my last two blocks were so it was like after lunch, 
Uh, I had two blocks with the same teacher who was like a family friend that she's kind of a hippie and was like, as long as you read, it was, they were both, it was like American Women Writers 2 and American Women Writers 3. And I'm like, I'm going to go read the books, but otherwise we just kind of talked about stuff in class and there was a lot of workshop time and it was like half blow off, half cool. I read a lot of like cool books, read a lot of like Anne Rice and, you know, Barbara Kingsolver and stuff. It was, it was a good time. But uh, she was like, I read an erotica book on accident in that class, by the way. It's called Exit to Eden, by the way. If anyone wants to learn what sadomasochism is on a crazy island. If my block school, a, didn't they make a really bad movie out of that? I don't know. I, I think oh, no, 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 no. There's, there's something like that that's similar. Because other people are like, oh, I kind of know. And it's like, no, no, no. I think it's something different. Yeah. But um, it, was, it was in my school library. Because I was like, Anne Rice, I'll just grab one of her books. Well, apparently when the teacher or when the librarian ordered Anne Rice's collection, they accidentally also ordered her a collection of erotica. And she's got she's made some like pretty serious erotica stuff. I remember like 17 year old me was like, this is an eye opening experience and I have access to the Internet. So, you know, it was wild. But I, I remember I read the whole book. So it came in, sat down for my book report, just set the book down, and she looks at it because she did like oral book reports. Was you had to like sit down and meet with her, and she looks at it, she looks at me, and she goes, I'm guessing you read this. I'm like, cover to cover. <laughs> She's like, All right, I don't think I need to ask you any questions about this. Please don't tell your mother. And I'm like, Because <laughs> she's a family friend, and I'm like, Don't, don't worry about it. Anyway, you were allowed to get a library pass in that in that class where you could just go to the library for the rest of the class. So uh, you could spend like half the day in the library, just like lounge out, read whatever in the comfy chairs. And I'd be like, uh, yo, catch paw. Uh, I'm going to the library. Wink. And she's like, all right, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, have a good one. And I just walk out of school. <laughs> <laughs> That's as close to ditching, I guess, as I ever did. Okay. Uh, I, I figured you'd be a little more of a rebel. I, um, you know, I, I, I did, I did kind of like, kind of that, like we'd have study hall and if it was placed at the right time, you know, I'd just leave. Or like if it was um, study hall around lunchtime and it was like when I was in high school and I had my car, I would leave and go to, in Richmond, I grew up in Richmond, went to like Regency uh, Mall and hung out we, you know, and did stuff like that and came back. We, we had a thing where you were allowed to, I, I had a study hall block right before lunch Right. And, which was before her class. And sometimes I'd be like, hey, catch, uh, I'm just going straight to the library. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'd like, and uh, we were in my school, if you had a high enough GPA you were and were a senior, you were allowed to leave during your study hall. Oh. Like you were allowed to. So right. I'd just dip. Like I'd take, I had one class in the morning and then I'd just dip for the rest of the day. <laughs> No, I wasn't doing anything crazy. It wasn't me and a bunch of friends. Man, I was just going home playing video games. I was really in a World yeah, of Warcraft yeah. in high school, man. It was really, it was, it was crazy. Right? Did uh, I mean, I, yeah, I never really like ditched school, like just left school and just like didn't come back because I mean, you'd get like a demerit or whatever. I'm not gonna do that. I did, um, <laughs> I did play hooky a few times, not that that often. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just a few times. I just like was like felt really bad and kind of just didn't feel like going to school. And maybe, maybe I did have like a slight sniffle of allergy or something and just kind of yeah. like exaggerated it. Cause I just didn't feel like going to school. 
I, I never had like a no call no show. Like I never just like didn't go. Right. Exactly. I never did that. I, I was like I was like, oh I'm kinda kinda sick, mom, you know, like and you know, that's what like, I did. You know. But I but I, I, I didn't do that a lot, you know, so I, I bought some credibility, you know, some credit there. Like I didn't cry wolf all the time. Just maybe like maybe like once or twice a year, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have perfect attendance in any in any way, shape or form, but right. No, I I never I never did it. I never had like a no call no show. Yeah. Never never truly skipped. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think I ever truly skipped either. So, I guess we weren't we were less rebellious somehow than Jonathan Kent. I mean, I also just like didn't have like everybody in the school thing. My family, you know, like got half the like city mind controlled and. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Our, our Tegan totally were, seems like that, that she's just like, I just skip every day. <laughs> yeah, my dad's also not Superman, and my grandfather's also not head of the DOD that's invaded our town. So Yeah, I don't, neither of those things for me. Like, like we said, context. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where do they go, Steve? So, so Jordan and Sarah go to the lake. She expresses frustrations about Smallville people mistreating her family. Jordan confronts her and they kiss. They are then interrupted by the police. Um, Comforts her, not confronts her. (laughs) He goes up and he's like, hey! You just just called him out for a misread on the outline. Gets all up in her face, kisses her right in the mouth. Yeah, you just called me out. Uh, So, like, we find out this is apparently private property. I want to know who owns this place <laughs> and also how they afforded that kind of beautiful infrastructure of a bridge. Yeah, that's true. On private how, property. Like, how are you supposed to know when you're just like walking down a trail in the park and then there's like a bridge there and all of a sudden it's like, Hey, you're on private property. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty. Yeah. But anyway, no, the police came and I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> Well, I guess they're skipping. skipping no kissing. Calls. I guess there's. <laughs> well, also, like you don't get arrested for that. Like they take you back to school. Right, right. I guess yeah. And you get a ticket, maybe. Yeah, it seemed a if little you're a bad kid over the top. But if you know, you know, I'm sure there's bridges over ponds on private property. But it's like, let's let's have some the empathy for the fact that if they're just walking around through the park, they probably didn't recognize that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and like whoever owned that also meant that that cop was on private property. Yes, that's true too. So like, what's it also, that? It also means that that person could have called the cops to come on. To I also place. didn't see any no trespassing signs. Like you'd have it all over the place. If, yeah, not like anywhere. Not not a sign anywhere. Oh, though whoever owns that place is a jerk. It's probably the mayor. Yeah, probably. The mayor was like, Psh. honestly, it was, honestly it's kind of messed up. Like. Jordan and Sarah kind of got kind of got like the black person treatment right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, no joke. Immediate, immediately calling the cops when they just step one foot on a private property from like a park. Like, also, it's not like they were like setting up camp there and throwing littering and smoking cigarettes. And <laughs> they, were, like, <laughs> they were just like looking at the water and talking. Nothing illegal. Like she's just like. She's skipping to school because she's getting bullied, and then they kiss, and then it's like, oh god, yeah. 
There's a couple of miners on the bridge again, <laughs> deputy. <laughs> it's nonsense. Somebody's 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 having a bad time. So what about Jonathan? They, he drives through uh, Smallville with Tegan. Tegan hasn't gotten much screen time, right? But she's clearly his crush. Drives through Smallville with Tegan. Who she's cute. She is. She is. Um, she's she is cute and of legal age in real life. We won't get into those discussions today. <laughs> First off, Steve, how do you know that? <laughs> Steve's like, Blaine's going to say something, and I got to do the research ahead of time. Egg. So she's cute. You can say anybody. That cute. is exactly what I thought, my friend. <laughs> so she pesters him about the DOD. He realizes that's the only reason she's talking to him. So he angrily kind of storms off and goes back to the farm. Um, feel bad for our boy. I think she actually does kind of have feelings for him now. I, I, if not feelings, just like you know, he's like he's cute and I don't know. Right. right. It seemed like a good opportunity to be like, eh, why not? Right, like yeah, if, if if she thought he was like like an obnoxious troll, I don't think she would have done all of this alone. No, and it's not like suspicious. Right, I think and I even think, though, even though I know I know Sarah's been like she's out of your league. I'm like, is she? <laughs> what? Why? I, I, that I don't know. That was weird. I think I think Sarah was a little bit jealous in like a really weird way. Yeah. Like I think she just kind of wanted some. Thing. I think she just like doesn't like her. That's true too. <laughs> that, that, that's I, I like. I, oh, don't go. Duh, <laughs> she's. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I believe that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, if she just solely wanted to ask him about the DOD stuff, she probably could have just kind of pulled him aside at school. Like, why ditch the whole day with this one kid? You know what I mean? Like, it seemed. I think she likes him. <laughs> Yeah, I think she could have used a little more tact. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's clearly, uh, given the way the day was already going, like sensitive about the topic. Yeah. She could have used a little more Lois Lane. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, anyway, what happens next? So <laughs> John Henry and Jonathan have like a, a random like bonding moment briefly. Um. Jonathan heads back to the farm and talks to to John Henry. I, I, you just watched it. I like forget what they even talked about. I mean, so like it was it was one of those things where I'm like, I thought this was gonna go somewhere, <laughs> and then it didn't. Yeah, like it was kind of like like he shows up and he's he, like John Henry's putting the uh, the little the logo on the suit. Yeah, that I think is, uh, you know, and the AI is talking to him and it's talking smack at him, and he's like, "Shut up!" And <laughs> Jonathan comes around the corner. He's like, "Oh, I heard people talking," and you know, he's like, "Uh, you know, like, what are you? What are you? he's like? Oh, I'm just, I'm just good at sports, you know, like, and, and that's all I really had. So whatever. He's like, "So was I?" He's like, "You'd be good at more than one thing." Right. And he's like, "Yeah, oh, well, that's cool." He's like, "So." What are you in Superman just walks in the corner like what's going on guys? And it's like, oh hey, okay, well let's get out of here. And it's like okay. Well it... <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean I think he just like like a brief mo- they had like a moment. He's helping him find himself. It seems like it seems like a moment that could have happened and then Superman just blew up the joint. Yeah, yeah. Superman interrupted Clark 
interrupting it is of course of course mad that John's not in school. Um, yeah, obviously, I don't I don't know why he went home from his date. He probably should have just gone back to school. Pressure. <laughs> well, they might have been closer to home because they drove for a while. That's true. But Clark was obviously mad about that. Then, then there's just like a string of people being mad. So then, then Lois gets mad at Clark when she comes home to yell at him about wanting to keep Project Seven Seven Three Four because you know Clark told her dad, and her dad told Lois. And then, and then that Lois getting mad at Clark is interrupted because they get a call about Jordan from the police. And so then Lois storms off to go down to bail, <laughs> bail Jordan. It sounds even the same. Bail Jordan out of jail. Um, and she's just like, I'm mad. I'm going to keep being mad. <laughs> my my mom has done that <laughs> for me. When I, you I got in trouble because I ran into a car in a parking lot at night <laughs> in a park. Yeah. <laughs> my my mom just got herself all worked up and came like storming in. So you you go you went to jail? No, I didn't. No, like I mean, I could, I very much could have probably been charged with like reckless endangerment. It was like I was probably doing like forty miles an hour backwards and hit an occupied parked car. Okay, so in a park. So those, in a, so those are things that you should arrest teenagers for. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my mom, so I like called my mom right away. I made sure the lady was okay. It was fine. I just like hit the back left fender or whatever, but it was, it was bad. Like she was able to drive away from it and everything. And the lady was fine, but it was like, I felt so bad. I was so stupid. Like, <laughs> like a big empty parking lot. There's only one car, huge park parking lot. And I'd gotten into a bet. I had a bet with my friend that like Mormons had settled in my hometown in Burlington and. I, there was a sign in the park that I knew about, so I went there and won like a ten dollar bet, and then was like backing out from behind. Like I, we had parked up because like we didn't park in an actual parking spot. We just pulled up next to there's kind of like one of those like public restroom areas. I like backed up around the corner and just like I, I kind of do it a little bit hot, and then I turned around and saw that there was a car there that hadn't been there when we parked, and I was like, oh crap slammed on the gas instead of the brake and just poured it right into this car somehow like it was one of the i don't know if you've ever seen bob's burgers but it's just like there's only one other car in the parking lot how did you hit the only other car in the parking lot like, I don't know. <laughs> it's literally there's literally it i'm just an idiot and of course like the police chief came was the one that responded to the call well, like, and I was the one that called the police. Like, I called, like, I got out of the car. I checked on my, my buddy. I was in the car with my buddy Bobby. And then I check on the lady. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, what is going on? I'm like, I have insurance. I'm sorry. I'm calling the police. I'm, I hope you're okay. And she seemed fine. She was just mad at me. And so I called the police and I told them what happened and asked them to come out. And so, like, you know, I, I think I did everything I could and, then I was just talking with the lady when the, officer, when the chief got there and he was like, well, you're just lucky you didn't take off. I'm like, I'm the one that called the police. And he's like, you called the police? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, why? I'm like, <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do, man. I don't know. And I also called right. my mom. Right. And then like, right as I said, I called my mom. My mom came like <laughs> into the parking lot, like going probably like 30 miles an hour over the speed limit. <laughs> and like the, <laughs> the chief's like, Who's that? I'm like, that's eh, my mom. She just came out of the car. The the chief had my driver's license. 
walked up, was like, started screaming at me. I think I started crying. I had my driver's license for like three months. No, not even. It was probably like a month, maybe. And she's like, give me his driver's license. And she's like, ah, just like handed it over to her. She just snapped it in half and made me give her my keys. And it was a whole ordeal. And they just like, the chief was like, okay, yeah, well, you can go home with your mom. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you're never getting this car again. I'm selling it for $20 on the yard tomorrow. My mom like went absolutely insane. But it was my stepdad told me later that like she was just like on the drive over was just like worried that I was okay. Like if I was okay. And then like halfway through the drive was like, I got to get I got to get real worked up and just started working herself up and talking about all sorts of stuff that had made her mad over the last like couple weeks about work and stuff. He's like, she was real mad by the time she got there. So that was cool, but my mom has totally done that. Like, you need to be like appropriately angry in order to like impress upon the police that like you are going to take care of this situation. Right, right, that's true. But yeah, I, I, you know, forty miles per hour backwards into a car. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. I don't think it was forty. It was, but it was like I floored it like right before I hit him. So it was bad. Yeah, yeah, that's the type of thing you should arrest a child for. Um, so, <laughs> so Lois and Lana bail the two kids out, and they just get a warning. I mean, as they as they should. Like I said, this is very minor. Lana <laughs> overhears the two faced mayor using. Kyle I mean, that's like a civil trespass at most. That's not a criminal trespass. Like, absolutely, come on. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, come on. Lana overhears the two-faced mayor using Kyle as a scapegoat for the edge stuff. Um, I, I didn't even like put all of this in there, but like Kyle's been thinking about moving from Smallville because yeah, the entire town's turned it on him. His like his uh, fire crew, you know, all his buddies, they all don't want him around anymore, and they're just kind of being jerk people. So he's thinking about moving. So it it frustrated Lana to overhear the mayor just completely scapegoating Kyle for everything that happened. He feels bad, but he kind of deserves it. So his whole family doesn't, doesn't deserve it. And like we said before, like he wasn't the only one that was all about Morgan edge. See, this is what I thought. So I'm looking up criminal trespass, at least here in Wisconsin. Okay. All right. It's like, so if you enter, remain in a dwelling of another without the consent of the person, or if no person is lawfully upon the premises, so like, uh, so like if you go into their house, yeah, that's criminal trespass. But if you're just on their premises, it's basically you have to do it uh, under circumstances tending to create or provoke a breach of the peace, which includes like someone going out and being like, you need to get off. You go, no, (laughs) but like they clearly were not confronted. No nonsense it was just someone that like didn't want to see kids kissing or whatever <laughs> they're like indecent exposure hit them with that yeah, too this is just this is just they're just having too much fun nonsense. pda is that a crime disorderly conduct <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was ridiculous um, so that mayor that mayor was a real big old pile of trash Oh, total pile of trash. There's actually a line in there where Lois was like, 
you know, oh, you never recognized how punchable the mayor's face was. <laughs> and Lois was like, "Oh, I I noticed." <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was Lois saying that. He's like, uh, "Did you not notice how punchable the mayor's face was?" And that is just such a Jay Jameson line that I just laughed. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That is just something he says and would say, and I just, I just, it, it, it broke the fourth plane, fourth plane for me because I know Jay wrote that particular line. I mean, obviously he co-wrote the whole thing, but I know that particular line came from his head, and that made me laugh. <laughs> so, so Lois goes back to the house. Lois and Clark pick up their argument where they left off. Clark explains in more depth that feeling of letting go and how it scares him and how it felt good. So Lois concedes, but states that she doesn't trust the DOD with the tech to kill Superman at all because she feels like it could end up in the wrong hands. So then the next scene you see their, you, their solution to this, Clark asks John Henry Irons to hold on to the tech that can kill Superman. And John agrees, like not immediately, a little reluctantly, but he's like, okay, you know. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a, a cool moment because it just showed how far they'd come along as characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was just like John Henry Irons showed Superman the ultimate trust. Right, right. So that was a cool way to end, like I said, that like debate, central debate of the episode. Again, mm-hmm. I, wish that, I wish that someone in the process had been like, yeah, we need to keep all this stuff because Edge and Lara are still around. <laughs> Right. Seems important. Yeah. Lois brings a statement from her dad for to Chrissy and tells Chrissy to write the story herself and they make some peace there. Yeah. But I mean, it does end with like, I don't know if I'll, like, it'll take some time before I can ever trust you again. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it you know, it's, it's coming along. They'll be, they'll be all right. Lastly, the end of the episode is when stuff really goes off the rails. And I, in, my, in my head, I'm like, this is why I told you you should have kept the weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Edge succumbs to all those voices, gets this like massive power boost, his eyes turn blue, and then he, un- he unleashes like this power to, to break out and then escape. Superman comes is looking for him can't hear him on earth or find him and it the very end it appears talro who is now the eradicator i believe Hmm. standing next to the sun absorbing power so what were your thoughts when all that was happening i mean i don't know the blue eyes were pretty spooky it was terrifying (laughs) and then he just basically explodes with energy and flies to the ceiling and it's like no well that's not what you want to happen no and then the whole like absorbing the sun i'm like okay well that's pretty like it's crazy enough that like superman like absorbs like the energy i'm I'm guessing it's like the ultraviolet light from the sun or whatever it is but it's like the (laughs) dude's just like straight up like hanging out with solar flares just being like and it's like well that's not that can't be good yeah no, it's it's all bad. I think what scares me the the most is that just like kryptonite did nothing, right? Not at all. Like that kryptonite cage was nothing to this amount of power. And that's what's most terrifying. It's like, how are they going to stop this dude? I guess we don't know 
how much um, red solar power would, would work, but that was really terrifying. And then see him standing right next to the sun powering up. And so I, I think it does, I think you mentioned this before in a prior episode, Lane, like I think it does compound the power. So I think it's like the other Kryptonian's power plus, plus his. But anyway, the, the eradicator in canon, I, I looked this up, it is either a device or a person traditionally in the DC universe that like holds and can transfer consciousnesses um, generally of Kryptonians. So I think, I think now edge has transformed into the eradicator itself. Like, like he has all the Kryptonian consciousnesses within him and is kind of operating as such. But I, I also, uh, but I'm like, I'm not sure whether he can deal them out like the device did. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think also the Eradicator in canon is sometimes a villain and sometimes like an anti-hero and sometimes is on the right side of things. So I don't know. It's, it's just like, I guess it probably depends on what consciousness is. Conscious, is that the word consciousness is? Conscious I? <laughs> are, I don't know about that one. <laughs> are are, are with, within this this being now. But looks very hostile and extremely powerful and extremely dangerous. So I'm pretty worried about that. Dude, the last son of Krypton. Right. That's scary. It's not good. Yeah. What, what do, so what are your thoughts or conclusions on that? And then what do you think is going to happen? I guess it's just like, I have no idea what the guy's powers and stuff are. Mm. Doesn't seem to be a traditional Superman. Right. At least weaknesses wise. Right. The only thing is like, so kryptonite doesn't work. The only thing is, uh, the only thing I'm wondering that might work is the red sun. Right. If that can nullify. Otherwise, I don't know, man. Do we know where the, is the eradicator itself gone? Yeah, the device is gone. He blew that up with his yeah. his red eyes in the episode prior. So, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if, like, those consciousnesses, like, some of them are good, right? Like, Clark's mom is in there somewhere, right? I don't know if she is. That part I never understood. Like, did they transfer all of the consciousness in there? I Otherwise, think like, I think I think literally they're all in them. Okay. Well, then, like, I, I think that's what all the whispering was, and all those, all those. I think I think some are in there, but I don't know if all because, like, otherwise, like, what's the point of the Kryptonite X? And right. there's still a whole bunch of it, right? Because that's why they shut down the mind. If they're the if otherwise, X, I think the, the Kryptonite, Kryptonite X, X is all like inert, right? I think the Kryptonite X, I believe, I think that gives powers. And then the and then that machine is what what like delivered the consciousness. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'd have to I'd have to go back and look some, in like a little more. A little I, th- more. I thought when they got the powers, it it like actually changed them. Like it was it was like the Kryptonian, and I don't know, man, something yeah. weird. Something anyway, weird. I think they're. I don't know. Well, and like he did. I mean, the thing is, I think he named himself the Eradicator. Oh, did he? Yeah, like it was like 
uh, it was like one of the like I think the one of the voices was his dad or whatever saying like talking. It was like one of the last voices, and basically it ended with like him staring at the sun with like in the middle of the thing saying like that he become the eradicator. Okay, all right. I thought I swear I heard that. I I thought I heard that, and I was like, I thought the eradicator was a thing, not a person, but right. maybe. Yeah. I don't, either which way, it's going to take the I think entire... They wanted Superman to be the Either Either way, it's going to take the entire DOD, all of that tech, John Henry Iron, Superman. It's going to take everyone to like even like budge this character. <laughs> so, so I imagine that's what they're setting up for the finale, is just is trying to take that. We were wondering who the massive big bad is, and the Simpsons was Edge. It was just Edge after Edge has absorbed all the all the other Kryptonians, the well, I, and maybe maybe you're right. Is that like I think all of the Kryptonians that they sent with him with the Eradicator are evil Kryptonians. Like they're in line right. with him and his dad. Right. I think his mom came with just because he didn't want Clark to have the mom. Gotcha. gotcha. And so maybe she'll be like the one voice that's like well because remember like he really wanted to talk to his mom like in the episode before right that's true where he's like he's like can't i can't i just talk to my mom? he's like no he knew she <laughs> you know because she's soft or whatever dude that dude by the way super scary dad oh totally dude that dude's like eyes all wild and i was like yo yeah. i don't like that guy at all no, he looks cool. like he looks like the uh king from braveheart King of Scotland is real spooky, but um, I I best guess best uh, you know shot in the dark. I think Mom is gonna be one of the whispering voices, and I think he like hold obviously like since he's a child holds her in like some sort of high regard, and was like always like withdrawn from or take like kept away from her because you. I think that like his dad knows that she would be able to have an influence on him. And that he, she may be able to like talk him into destroying himself. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's my crackpot theory. Okay, I, I just have some theories based upon like some things they've set up here and there. So um, now I think I'm back on the I think Kyle might die. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, I, His life I think- sucks too much. But yeah, well, yeah, I, I think that his life sucks too much, and maybe he, I think maybe perhaps he dies somehow defending or saving the town. Yeah, like the newspaper article comes out, Kyle, Kyle might defeat Edge. Wouldn't that be it? Yeah, yeah. Kyle finds out the way. Right, right. Or Kyle. He brought Edge, and he taketh Edge away. Right. Or Kyle Kyle gets captured but is able to like fight it this time. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Kyle has some like heroic moment coming. Heroic redemption moment. I think whatever so I don't know if you remember this. When Kyle was possessed by a Kryptonian, the Kryptonian was like, Jonathan, I'm coming after you when I get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then that never really happened. I think that still happens. I think I think at some point, like 
evil Kryptonian comes after Jonathan specifically. And Jonathan has to use like the John Henry Irons tech um, or, or Jonathan is, is severely hurt. And like, and then we see powers pop up. Okay. I think, I think something like that might happen uh, in the, in the last few episodes, but I, th- I feel like, you know, they, they know that Jonathan's like the most likable character. So I think he's going to be acutely under threat within the last two episodes. I want to see John Henry Irons X Jonathan. Like, like I want to see a, like a, a partner story in there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they maybe were hitting hitting. He's already shown he knows how to use his weapons. Right. I think Not he identifies with them because he doesn't have powers. Exactly. Um, John Henry's like you don't have to be helpless. Like throws them like a ray gun or something. Right, right. No, I think I think I think you're right there. But I think I think we see, I think that we see something or someone go after Jonathan, and he steps up. But I don't. That's John Henry's just like you don't have to be a victim. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, another break in the show coming up. I think it's like two weeks. They don't come back till August 10th, I believe. How many episodes are there? There's just two. There's just two more left. It's like August 10th and August like 17th. So we get a, a few weeks until until the next one. Oh, the next one's not out for a couple of weeks. Right. Do you do you want to do? We could do the the Black Widow thing thing next week. Or the Tomorrow Wars, I guess, is on Amazon Prime with Chris Pratt. I kind of want to do that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that movie. Really? Yeah. It's long. Is the only reason I didn't watch it. It's like two and a half hours long, or two hours and forty minutes long. All right. Well, try to not, watch. Not that I'm against watching a long movie. Obviously, it was just more that like when me and Amanda were trying to put something on at like nine thirty, and I'm like, well, nah, you're well, not going to survive this. You say that, but you also just just couldn't do the Snyder cut at all. So I'm gonna take <sighs> so yeah, but that thing's like three and a half hours. <laughs> I, I had that on for like five minutes. I'm like, I can't do this for <laughs> three hours and thirty five more minutes, man. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I was so lost; it was crazy. Yeah, never been more lost in my whole life. <laughs> like Blue Widow yeah. was legit, though. Yeah. I could do some talking about Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, we can do Black Widow. We can, yeah, Otherwise. Black, Black Widow is good. Uh, well, let's play on that. Otherwise, if I have some other time this week and we could do Tomorrow War or whatever, I, I might, Amanda wants to see it, so we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Please rate podcast subscribe write a review if you can on the platform we appreciate it um but yes thank you for tuning in to the superman and lois take care have a good one